The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 175th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I'm dying for a new game and I'm also watching the Sixers beat on Toronto Raptors. Fuck Toronto beers. Fuck them hard. All right, so for tonight's podcast, we will be discussing Battlefield 2042's update. Halo Infinite's rumored Battle Royale game mode, as well as cover what shows we're watching. But even more exciting, we have a GRG member spotlight this episode. Uh, so we have a lot of ground to cover. Let's just get right into it and introduce our guest. First up, Valiant Victory. Welcome back. I, I know uh, it's a busy time of the year for you, but you're uh, always helping us out. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> I'd ask you what you're playing, but yeah, what's the point? You're playing spreadsheets right now. and <laughs> Right. Like a vast majority of my time has been doing that. Although this is it. Today we're recording on the the uh, the deadline day. We're done. I literally got home 20 minutes before we recorded and uh, I'm done. It's all over but the crying. You know, um, <laughs> there's plenty of people who owed a bunch of money that aren't happy about it, but they have that news and, and I'm done. I'm done. So, uh, yeah, my next couple of days, I will be making up for lost time and destiny. Provided you don't lose power. Like you said, I know, right. I know that's, that was the plan. Best laid plans, mother nature. But yeah, unfortunately, because of today was kind of rough. I am drinking a peach flavored seltzer tonight. I know the opposite of exciting. And I drink beers like every night while gaming, but tonight, is not that night, unfortunately. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you, if I, if I I'm going to be falling asleep if I were to have any beer tonight. You're two steps away from taking some meth or crack. Uh, whatever, whatever it is that would uh, <laughs> kill the away, pain, you know, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been an interest. I mean, I'm telling within a couple of days, I'll be back to normal. It just, it's been a rough, like it's been straight through since uh, April 1st. I haven't had a day off, so it's been. Uh, and again, it's like it's not like it's a surprise, but this season seems to be, you know, it's above average shitty. So, <laughs> well, you have some time also enjoy that. Yeah. yeah Although you didn't request for time off through GRG Industries, so uh, no, it's, no, it's I'm approved, I'm here. Not approved. I'm here. I'm I'm here to <laughs> help you guys out. Like I'll be I'll be on more. I'll be more available. You there know. There you go. So. All right, once again, my name is Lala Calamari. I am drinking a Victory Summer Love. It's my go-to summer beer, and they started selling it now, and I'll probably drink it all the way up until they stop selling it. And I am not playing Call of Duty Warzone. I mean, I did play one quick night of it, and I was miserable the whole time, so it doesn't really count. Um, but yeah, I have not been playing Call of Duty, which is crazy. But I'm still playing and enjoying Fortnite Zero Build. And I'm also playing some destiny although fuck iron banner and destiny it can go to hell i hate it i i don't understand how destiny pvp works anymore it's i'm totally confused and i just can't 
I can't sort at anything. I feel I can fight anybody 1v1 in any other game. I get into Destiny, and it's just, I'm lost. I'm glad. See, what's good about that is that I know I suck in PvP, but it feels like I'm above average suckage right now in PvP. So it's good to hear that other people, someone like you, that's generally, I would say, fairly good. Now, you'll say MLG is not having a good time with it. I think it's in a really bad place with the, you know, connection-based matchmaking is garbage. And the, you know, gunplay and, you know, A beats B beats C beats A stuff is not good either. So, yeah, I'm actually glad about that. <laughs> yeah, I I tried. <laughs> I really put in the attempt. And I got three out of the four Iron Banner uh, quests done. The fourth one was I had to get so many kills with energy weapons. I don't have any that I really liked. And I just, at that point, didn't care. I was like, I've moved on. I'm done. I, I got what I got. But, I, you know, I did complete a massive quest. It was a, a, a giant quest that took two Iron Banners to complete. And it gave me a fucking purple helmet 1550 like a worthless purple helmet 1550 i'm like this quest took forever to complete through iron bounty i had to do all these different steps i get to the completion and it's it's not even like it advances my light level it's it's a 1550 it's a helmet it's not even good stats i think it was like a 49 helmet like what yeah i mean <laughs> that quest used to drop at least a shader now you you get like each time you finish a step you get a piece of gear right so then yeah. you finish each step, you get a piece of gear, and then the final step, you just get another piece of gear? Yeah, I agree. That one sucked donkey dick. I thought at least if it would have given me one that was above my light level, like maybe two points above, I'd, I'd be okay with that then. I could use it to infuse or... Anyway, it, whatever. Whatever. Um, I yeah, absolutely I agree. Fucking bullshit. Don't understand the weapon play in that, the gunplay, the abilities, the armor, something I'm, I just don't get it, and it was just a miserable experience, and I'm done. All right, let's get into our member spotlight. Joining us this episode is uh, someone that's from a, a website that I used to be part of, uh, Too Old to Play. We have Selden007. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, actually. It's good to be on the show. Uh I am currently drinking uh, Jackie O's, which is a uh, brewery out of Athens, Ohio. Uh, it's a dark apparition. I'm still sticking with the winter beers. Uh, this is a double uh, barrel, uh, bourbon barrel, double aged, stout aged in barrel bourbon barrel stout thing. <laughs> oh boy, jeez. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming in like at twelve point five, I think twelve point seven. A heavy hitter. Uh, no, thirteen point eight. That one's thirteen point eight. So. Uh, and then after that, I'm moving over to a local Long Island brewery here called Spider Bite, uh, which is uh, Boris the Spider, which is one of the best Russian-style Imperial Stouts I've ever had. Um, so I have that one sitting on tap ready to go next. But uh, other than that, um, what I'm currently playing, I'm playing a lot of uh, Elden Rings still. I'm still doing a lot of side quests and things like that, uh, just grinding my levels up and things like that. I'm taking my time at it. I'm not blasting through the uh, bosses because I'm really enjoying the shit out of that game because it's so deep and so vast i mean the space in the map is just huge so getting a lot of play out of that um i also i had a uh on the uh, community uh night this week i played a little uh, no build Fortnite with uh, you and a couple other people from yes. the grg it was a I heard ton you guys of fun had a win with with, yeah. with sexy grexy took you guys to a win yeah yes i might not be your mlg but i am mlg as a minor league gamer so i can definitely <laughs> hold my own a little bit i think uh yeah we got a win and then uh you came on we we played for 
good few hours. It was a lot of fun, though. It was definitely a... You know, I haven't played uh, Fortnite in a long time, so getting back into it was kind of a, a learning curve. And then my oldest son came down as I was sitting there playing, and he gave me a look of disgust and asked me if I was really playing Fortnite. I was like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> that build, that no build mode is is a lot of fun. It's, it it's is. It actually, it that bug caught me a little bit, and I found myself the next couple nights uh, loading it up and playing a couple matches just to try to knock off some of the rust from that shooter. So, yeah. Yeah, we were playing it uh, last night with my, my oldest son was home and he was playing it and he hasn't played for like a few seasons or whatever. And he just couldn't get over how different it was. He says it's a whole different game. He, he didn't know what all these different things did, the cars, the jumping, the parkour, sliding. He was blown away with it. I mean, I don't know if we'll play again, but he's busy playing Lego Star Wars right now. That's his thing. Nice. I meant to pick that up, but it just didn't hit the uh, didn't hit the radar real quick. So. <laughs> Yeah, he loves it. He says it's it's a lot of fun. He wishes the boss fights were harder. He says it's pretty, it's a little too easy. Uh, well, but it's he, a Lego he's game, so. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wishes there was a harder setting. And he was trying to talk me into buying Elden Ring since we game share. So uh. <laughs> he wants dad to buy it so he can play it. I almost did. I was thinking about it for a second. And I was getting kind of desperate to play some different games. Yeah, I actually ended up buying uh, Elden Ring twice. Once for myself and once for my uh, son so he could play on the PC at the time. Uh, so he's he's playing through that, and you know between that and Genshin, he's pretty much tied up in those kind of games. So, all right, let's get right into our member spotlight questions. First up, gamer tags almost always tell us something about their owners. Tell us about yours. <laughs> well, mine's not too hard to tell because uh, it's Selden Double O Seven. You can pretty much find me anywhere. I've had the gamer tag and gamer name and uh, username of Selden Double O Seven for. Oh, I don't know, since the internet started, I think. Um, so you can always find me there on, on all my socials and stuff like that. So it uh, it goes back to early days, even before the internet, when I was uh, I was working a couple of uh, outdoor entertainment complexes. And uh, some of the staff used to call me Selden 007 because I was an investigative little piece of shit that would find out what people were doing wrong and uh, <laughs> correcting the issue. So they always thought I was a spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's your favorite Bond? Who's your favorite actor? Uh, <laughs> it's funny thing is, is that I'm not a huge Bond fan. But oh. I, I like the earlier Bonds over the uh, newer Bonds. Uh, I just think that they had more of a, a classy atmosphere to them. Um, I agree. You, know, you, you couldn't get away with a lot of the, the what the Bonds used to do in modern day movies because of PC and everything like that. So I don't know, it's just a throwback to the older Bonds. I think I like them better. Yeah. So how long have you been gaming? I have been gaming since, uh, oh God, the Atari. Um, <laughs> I was an Atari kid. Yeah, uh, the original Atari. Yep. I had in yep. uh, television, I had a Vetrex, I had, you know, the Nintendo all through the generations. I had the Dreamcast, which was my favorite console out of everything. Um, uh, Xboxes. Uh, I'm not a big Sony fanboy. Um, I'm more of an Xbox guy. So I'd say, um, you know, all through the ages. So it's been all the way up. Uh, since God knows the early '80s, a lot of TI forty nine was programming games back in the day. So, yeah, I, I started the uh, twenty six hundred as well. Um, I'm, I'm an old fuck as well. <laughs> yeah. I was jealous of my friend who had the Intellivision because the graphics were so awesome on the Intellivision. <laughs> you look at it now, you're like, what the hell? But I remember as a kid, you know, like, wow, we're playing the uh, baseball, we're playing the beef. What's it the the bomber game B seventeen? He had a few yeah. cool games. It was I, I, it was 
I was going to say, one of my favorite games back on the Intellivision, which still, you know, to this day, I'd have to say is still one of my favorite games just because uh, of what it was. It was the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, it's it's hardly ever ported up to this day still, because uh, I think there was some kind of um, rights with the you know, Dungeons and Dragons, TSR and everything like that that was going on in the day. But um, it was uh, it was like a role playing game that you dungeon crawled and you loot grabber and then you fought your way all the way to the mountain to battle the big dragon at the end. Still one of my favorite games. And I uh, got a Dreamcast way late. I got it on eBay for thirty five dollars, and <laughs> it was the coolest thing. I totally missed out on it when it was out live. I think I was playing Genesis, and then I got a PlayStation One at the time. But I got to yeah. play the Dreamcast, and it's cool. My kids used to love uh, all those games. They played San Francisco Rush, the Hydra Thunder, I think it was, the, yep. the boat game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah no, when they were little kids, they'd be playing that, and they, they thought it was the greatest thing. So, Yeah, and I thought the it was really ahead of its time because it was really the first one that really dipped into multiplayer and online play because it had the modem in it. So you could hook yeah. up online up, and you could – you could download patches to the uh, Sonic game so you could redo the skins and get new maps and things like that. It was definitely way out of its time, and its graphics were phenomenally better than like everything else out at the time. So, oh, yeah, easily, a easily, sh- shit ton of fun on that game system. So, and then it had the controller with the little MU cartridge that you could plug in. That you, if you're playing like a sports game, you'd have your own little, you know, plays listed on that, so your buddy couldn't like screen steal from you. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty neat system. Assuming that you're not a professional gamer, what's your day job? Well, uh, <laughs> Valiant, guess what? <laughs> I work uh, for the Internal Revenue Service. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm in the I'm in one of our campuses here. I'm a manager right now. I'm usually an analyst and stuff like that. So I, I don't really talk with the taxpayers. I don't come after the taxpayers or anything like that. But uh, it's you know, it's a good organization. <laughs> You so, come after uh, the accountants that that fudge all the stuff. I see. So valiant, yeah. you, you get some trouble. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, he did say was going upstate next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> if I had one wish right now, is that uh, the taxpayers could directly interact with the people that are responsible for the IRS logjam of fifteen million back paper tax returns. I have no comment. I know. I literally have people (laughs) calling me all the time. You know, where's my money? Like, dude, I'm not the IRS. I am not. Absolutely not. 1000% not the IRS. You got to talk to them. I can call them and they can tell me that your shit's been received, but not processed. Or you can call them and they'll say the same thing. But I got nothing for you. Oh, but I mean, I literally have 10 of these. And that's a, you know, I about that represents about 5% of my clients have some shit that's out there you know but oh my god so yeah i mean that's my biggest thing right now i would highly recommend that they use the irs to go app on their phone and they can track their refund there i would highly recommend them they put rocks in their pockets and jump off a pier into the water and drown but (laughs) and i'll tell you um, last week how i I did that's what i was telling people i'm like they're calling me like and it's not related to this deadline that's today (laughs) and like hey blah blah blah, i'm just following up on my thing from last year they never processed my amended return blah 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 i'm like yeah i'll i'll and I are we have an official answer that's oh we'll add a fish a to do for after tax season and we'll get back to but really behind the scenes we're like Dude, go fuck yourself. The IRS will get to your shit when they get to your shit, and they're backlogged. You can Google it. It's not like I can do nothing. 
doesn't matter who you talk to with the IRS. They can do nothing either. You're going to have to wait for them to get out of their shit. But yeah, that's funny. That's uh, it's ironic that uh, that that we're talking this way. But yeah, that's the that's been the um, the ongoing bane of my existence for the past year. So uh, yes, uh, this is me uh, airing my dirty laundry, I guess. I do feel no sorry one cares for about all these paid professionals. Moving on, prepares. <laughs> no one cares about this accounting shit. Moving on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get this Fair shit enough. more important. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Moving yeah, on. yeah. Well, yeah well, what's your favorite game of all time? I'm going to have to go probably like Halo 2. Um, I think Halo 2 is where a lot of gaming communities and gaming friendships were formed. Um, we spent way more time playing that game on the Tool to Play site um, within my own clan that I was in, the, the Tool to Pwn side. And, you know, it was just it was really a turning point for a lot of online gaming, bringing a lot of people into a more community gaming atmosphere. It created a lot more land parties where, you, you know, people would get together from all over the country, all over the world. And uh, it really was some of the best times of gaming, I think, uh, you know, building those friendships and lifelong, you know, lasting friendships, too. So speaking of the, the land parties, did you ever attend any of the uh, too old to play land parties? I did not officially uh, attend any of the big ones. I only did the uh, too old to pwn lands. We used to meet up in Pittsburgh. Um, okay. So I did those ones. I just never got to the Chicago side one. So I know oh, I did I'm, three you know, of those. They were so much fun. <laughs> you know, I still talk to Derek all the time and uh, we keep talking about, you know, throwing together some kind of land, but it's just, I just don't think it's ever going to happen. So. Uh, I would love to do another one. Um, we talk about GRG and stuff. Those two old to play uh, land parties. They were so much fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's like, when I was running too old to shoot, I was too lazy to organize our own. So I just obviously, hey, everybody just go to too old to play one and we'll just meet up there. I mean, like, why not? We're, they're having one. They're taking care of all logistics. Let's go for it. And uh, I, I met a lot of people, Fetal, Rao, um, Grex, Gunny, Vikes. Uh, it was just so much fun. I, I had a blast at those. Unfortunately, it was Chicago, but uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, my oldest son is actually uh he's a uh, heavy into VR also. He plays in a uh a semi-professional league um for uh, one of the games that's on VR, um Echo, uh which is kind of like a space disc soccer game, I guess. Yeah, whatever is the generic, but they're uh, they're having a land together this uh this summer that he wants to go to, so I'm going to drive him out to Pittsburgh for it. Oh, there you go. Uh any upcoming games you're looking forward to? You know, really, the only thing that's huge on my radar right now is uh, StarCraft, but I'm not holding my breath for that because I have a feeling that's going to not hit until 2024. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you know, they keep saying it's going to be holiday season this year, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. So just based on, you know, all the major releases over the last couple of years and everything getting pushed um, because of COVID and everything else that's going on, I'm just not holding my breath for that game to come out on time. And that's going to be on Game Pass for free if you have Game Pass. And I've told Valiant forever the value of Game Pass. He never listened to me. I think he just recently got it. (laughs) That's that's, that's what I'm sticking with. That's the the story I'm sticking with. If you're into gaming, Game Pass is the only subscription service you should even have to have on your repertoire. Because it's just, it's, 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 it's it's a no-brainer, right? It's a no-brainer. I'm like, if you buy one or two games a year first party on xbox you should just have game pass because you're paying the same amount and you're getting 
a hundred, three hundred games at hand at any point. So they're literally losing money on my uh, the membership that I game share with my son because he must download <laughs> another one every single week. <laughs> so like they're 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 literally losing it's like the gym membership you know they make money on the people that don't go and they lose money on the people that go like every day they're losing money on my son's you know game pass membership so yeah i'm all about that and Seldon, you're a uh, host for another world famous podcast do you care to plug it yeah sure i'd love to uh i am also a co-host on the two old plays game podcast vidcast uh it's also known as still got game Hosted by uh, Derek D. Smooth Nolan and our good old friend up in uh, Canada, I Six Hitman. I've met Hitman too at the uh, the the lands. yeah he was yeah, obviously he was Derek big, uh, D. Smooth and I mean D. Smooth and um, Duty and all them, but yeah. So and they can find that on tooltoplay.com, right? Yeah, uh, we're listed on tooltoplay.com. You can also find us on any of the major streaming services. Uh, we also have a Facebook, a Discord. We have everything. So. Uh, yeah, just check us out. And if you, if you want to watch the vidcast and check our pretty faces out, you can catch us on uh, Twitch or you can uh, catch us on uh, YouTube or on uh, Facebook Gaming. Jesus. There you go. Any, any closing thoughts? No, I just, you know, I, I came into GRG probably, what, six months ago, and uh, it's just been a great community to be part of. Um, the Discord channel is just... It's, you know, it's something if you're not on the Discord uh, and GRG, you're missing out because that's really where a lot of the heart of everything that's going on and organization and friendships and just general banter are going. And I just really enjoy being in that group. So I appreciate you guys having me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, and um, just a, uh, to anybody that joins our Discord, uh, 99% of the shit that goes on there is just us fucking around. So never take it serious. Uh, unless I'm speaking, I'm always serious. I'm MLG, and the rest all suck. But <laughs> that's the way it goes. I mean, yeah, we try to keep it like full, like light, and no, no bullshit. Um, or just bullshit, and not or real. just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all bullshit. Um, all right, there we go. Thank you for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, Lala. Yeah. Do you? Uh, do you have a uh, a rant for us, Lala? Do you have something that I have a super serious rant? <laughs> I I I this happened to me the other night. Uh, I'm at the uh, the bar watching the Sixers game. We're watching the Sixers beat Toronto. Screw you, beers. Toronto sucks. So before the waitress comes over, I go to look at the beer list. It's they got one of these QR codes. I go to scan it, and holy shit, it won't let me line it up into a little fucking square it just auto detects the, the qr code and brings up the menu it drives me crazy it's like it sends my ocd off the charts i i cannot handle this i want to line up that that qr code perfectly in the little box on my camera you know and, and have a perfect little picture and it, it won't let me it's, it's it's driving me nuts i can't st- i can't take it anymore i can't take it anymore you know, I, I went to, I took photography classes in high school. I took a class in college. I've taken pictures of my kids growing up throughout the years. You know, you take these, you, you work so hard to have a nice level, clear picture. Um, the QR code, you don't even get it in focus. It just works. Like, I hate it. it makes me miserable. So it, it works miserable. too well. And that's the problem. Yes. <laughs> it, dry, it, it does, it does drive me nuts when smart. it's not, 
when when you take you get that QR code and you got the little box, it's a little off skew and it takes it. It's like no, no, it's not right. That's I don't know. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I may have a workaround for you. You you're you're on Google, right? You're on a Android phone. Yes, yes, I'm an Android phone. All right, good because so am I. iPhones fucking suck, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you take the picture and then you go into your photos and you throw it through the uh, Google Lens. You know, so you can line up your picture perfect and then take your picture and then you go into Google Lens and then you can pull it up that way. <laughs> I'll have to start doing it that way. It's so funny. Like, yeah, I mean, like, who said the rants have to be rational? Okay, I'm not a rational person. I have my own issues. It's this is what drives me nuts. And it, it just it twisted my gears the other night. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Right, Valiant? I know it bothers Valiant. Valiant's going to be a person that, that it bothers. He wants no, it, it's true. And he's, I do, I do like things. Like one of the things I have bad <laughs> handwriting, and my own handwriting bothers me. So it's like I get the like you know it's just so uh, like if if I can type it out or print it or email it, or, I just don't want to like if I have to write it, it's bad. So I can yeah, I can totally get that being a thing. Um, you know when when you have to screenshot a thing that's already like a nasty image, and now it's like a another nasty image. Nope. Can't do it. I don't like it. And then I keep trying to get things cleaner. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We watched the Sixers at this bar, and uh, my, my oldest son's home. Uh, came home for Easter, and then to do his laundry, whatever. Um, <laughs> he's. We were supposed to say the halftime, but no, you want to watch the whole game. Next thing you know, like I think we had like ninety dollars of beer racked up. Like, <laughs> dude, like what the fuck? Ah, uh, damn, he's a bad <laughs> influence on me. I'm going to come down next week <laughs> when he comes home go. and I'm going to visit you. <laughs> you wanted some beers too? Yeah. He, he likes the good beers too. He doesn't mess around. When dad's paying, he's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, dad. <laughs> he's, you know, I'm like, right. you're a college student. You should be drinking Milwaukee's The, the Beast. The like, Beast, right? Bill's <laughs> yeah, right? Best I mean, Light. Like what? Yeah. Natty Ice. Like, what the hell are you drinking like this good stuff? He's, you know, he's got this. It'll- he brought home the other time. Like we went to the the beer store. And he brings home uh, Victory uh, Golden Monkey, which is like 11% or something like that. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> that's what's funny because like, uh, like Jackie O's, as I said, uh, that's one of the beers I was drinking tonight, is in Athens, Ohio, which is the home of Ohio University Bobcats. And I went there. I went to Ohio University. Jackie O's wasn't there when I went there, obviously, because I went in the dark ages, apparently. But uh, <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine drinking this quality of beer. As a college student, I would like I was drinking old English. I was drinking Mickey's Big Mouth. I was drinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I mean, it's 40s of absolute garbage shit because that's all I could afford. <laughs> of course. But the point is that if we had good beer, we wouldn't have made it through college. It was the no. fact that the beer was bad that allowed us to like move on. We have something to look forward to in our lives. Right. An like, incentive to get beer a job. Out there. Like get a job so you can afford real beer. You know, where if we. uh uh, if we had good beer back then, we wouldn't even finish college. No, like, wh- why no, bother? Never, yeah. Streaking the quad at uh, 50. There you go. <laughs> we're, going, we're going streaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. With that, with that image stuck in everybody's head, uh, let's move on to Geek News. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. Oh, it's, a, it's great. All righty. So Battlefield 2042 had a... It's having an update. By the time this podcast is released, it'll already be released. The patch will already be released. 
I'm unsure how big it is, but they're calling it Update 4.0. And they got a few features they're finally adding to Battlefield, which is amazing that they're not there. Well, the first one being voice over IP functionality for party chats and squads. So I guess before, if you were just playing with people on a squad, you could not communicate with your other squad mates. Like every other game has, like every other Battlefield had. They didn't have it for this. Why this game released without it is just still beyond me. (laughs) I don't get it, but I mean, they are also adding the end of the round scoreboard. Which is the other thing I can't believe they released the game without. What are they doing over there? Like, it's pretty scary. I don't, I don't understand. Like, how you not? How do you not add these? Battlefield, it's all about teamwork. It's all about teamwork. But we're not going to let you communicate with your team. Yeah, I'm thinking it must be there in, in the future. You know, what are we looking at? 20 years in the future? It must be that communications are harder to have, <laughs> not easier. So that's what they're letting us know. That that's the future we have looked forward to, is that somehow communication with other people is is very difficult i think when they originally came out i think they were trying to spin this as they you know the online community becomes too toxic and they're trying to avoid the toxicity of of scoreboards and being able to you know rail against your teammates in a voice chat and i just don't think that that caught on at all because it's a freaking game about war and killing people i'm like come on so oh yeah they're, yeah, speaking of which, they, they're doing a balance adjustments to specialists, which are the characters in the game. I just want them to fucking mute them all. Just <laughs> remove all voice lines from their characters. NPCs. In the game, like, they say the worst stuff. It's the cringiest things. Uh, don't be sad. That's just the way it goes sometimes. You're in uh, warfare. You're shooting the other team. Like, why are you saying that? Like, don't be sad. <laughs> It's what he says. I mean, it's literally what this guy says. <laughs> don't be sad. It's just how it goes sometimes. What? What does that mean? Surprised they don't put you in a healing circle at the end of the game just so you can look <laughs> at each other and cry. Yeah, you're supposed to be some badass Navy SEAL guy, and there you go. Hey, gotta, gotta hug it out. Sad. It's okay. It's okay to have feelings. Uh, Get it out. Let it out. So they're also doing some vehicle balance changes, weapon attachment changes. Apparently, a lot of the weapon attachments were the exact same as the other one. So you'd run like different sites or different grips and they would do the same thing. So they're adding some variety to it. Uh, Also, there is a massive list of bug fixes. I think over 400 items in general they're going to fix. So it's a, it's a pretty big patch to get the game kind of working decently. It's not the one that's going to update the maps. I think they were going to change two maps, redo the boundaries, add some extra stuff to it to kind of, get rid of the open space and the they say the next update will come in may but there's no word with what that'll entail but well Sultan, will you check this out i know you said you were you used to play battlefield and you tried this one like one or two times before you threw it in the trash yeah i just i don't know if they can get me to come back at this point i just you know it's i was a huge battlefield fan battlefield 2 battlefield bad brothers and you know Battlefield 3 and 4, it's just, they were good. And this is, this wasn't ready to release. Um, They should not have released this game. They should have pushed this one at least two years, I think. Um, I don't know if they're getting pushed by shareholders or executives and trying to make some money because, you know, pandemic put a squash on so much things that, you know, that they're trying to get this game out. It, it just was not ready. By far, 
it was a very aggressive release window that they had, um, especially with the other titles that were coming out around that time. You had uh, you had Halo obviously coming out. You had I think a COD was coming out then. You had um, Forza Horizon coming out. Um, like all these titles were dropping at that time. They could have easily slid this, you know, at least a year, and people would have been okay with it. And I just I think they hurt their user base by releasing it when they did because it's. By far, out of the games that came out, it was the least ready to be released, in my opinion. I don't even think like the stuff that's broken in the game is bad. I think just the overall maps were what killed me. I'm playing this game, and like you're at like point B, and you need to go over to point C to defend it. But it's like ten miles away, and it's open fields, and there's no vehicles to get you to and from. And it's like, well, I'm just gonna stay here and wait for the enemy to show up because <laughs> I'm not running that distance. I'm not gonna get picked up by some sniper. Yeah, it's what a train wreck. What a shame. Yeah. We were really looking forward to this title. I was really looking forward to this. We, we expected a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys in GRJ that play this, play Battlefield. And ooh. Yeah, I mean, they made a lot of promises up front, too, because they, they had that whole any weapon, any map, any game type in the history of Battlefield will be in this. And it's just it's not there. It's just. The promise well, it's in the portal failed. mode. <laughs> yeah. You go that you go in the portal mode, which no one play like who's playing that? I don't yeah. have any interest. I want to play the regular battlefield experience. And yeah. And the fact that this is the 4.0 release of this and it's still not to a point where it's actually playable, in my opinion, it, it, that's rough. I honestly don't think they'll have it in decent shape to at least the fall. And yeah, like you said, they should have held it back a year and at least. <sighs> Boy, yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Uh, but speaking of which, another title <laughs> that's that's kind of hurting, Halo. There's been some rumors swirling about uh, some some nerds data mine. I guess uh, the Halo content. I don't understand how how data mining works. But they've discovered a new game mode is coming to Halo called Tatanka, which shares the, a name with a WWF wrestler or WWE. Uh, I think it was WWF back then when this guy wrestled. He's a wrestler who won a 40-man Battle Royale match in 1942, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Battlefield. I'm going back to Battlefield. Uh, they also found some, some things in with the data mining, uh, sayings like every Spartan for themselves, Spart last Spartan standing. Uh, they found some game modes listed, Tatanka duos, Tatanka quads, Tatanka default bots, Tatanka default just default um <laughs> and then they're listed with the, the 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 file extension ugc which is i forget what that stands for it's something like game mode i remember f reading something about that but these are things that they're finding within the game very interesting everybody kind of wanted a, a halo battle royale and it looks like they're coming through with something like that. They they did recently get certain Affinity Studio to come in and start working on it, and they will be the company or the studio working towards this. And they don't say they don't know if it's going to be a traditional battle royale game mode. So they might have a different twist to it. There might be some like you fight in Covenant and you got to take stuff over. So it's un, nothing's really clear about what this is going to be. I'm actually kind of excited about this as a as a Halo player, this this is kind of what we wanted. I technically have it installed. I have it, you know, because it's Game Pass. Now, oh. here's, here's the thing that would get me to play it. If it was big team, 
you know we're talking it's not true like player versus player it's like you know all of team red against team blue or you know whatever if it's like that yeah it's certainly for one day a week with a bunch of grg people where we you know get 10 people in there and go 10 v 10 or 20 v 20 that would be fun now selden you just heard valiant lie through his teeth (laughs) (laughs) well if if Valiant's telling the truth, uh, I think that he's he's going to be surprised because from all the research that I've done, because I follow this, I'm a big Halo fan, so I'm trying to follow this as much as I can. I absorb as much news as I can. Like from what I've gathered from multiple stories, that there's going to be two different releases of this battle royale. Uh, I think the first one is going to be by three four three. I think it's going to be a battle royale light. Um, I think you're going to see it coming into the big team battle maps that they currently have and that 343 is working on, where it's going to be that big team battle where it's 20v20 or something like that, um, or you know some number around that number, um, where it's going to be it's uh, with some of the battle royale parts, but it's still going to be tied a lot of, to the matchmaking traditional style of Halo, where you have significant you know weapon drops at certain points and things like that. I don't think it's going to be the full battle royale experience. Now, I think certain affinity from what I've gathered has been working on the halo battle royale for maybe two years undercover. And I think this is the worst kept secret is that they've been working on this because I think everybody's from before the release of halo has known that there's going to be some kind of battle royale mode eventually release. Three, four, three is denied it religiously, which makes sense now because certain affinity is the one that's been working on it. Supposedly. And I think we'll see the that true battle royale come out maybe in 2022, three somewhere late. I don't think we're going to see it before the beginning of next year, but I think that's going to be the more traditional battle royale where it's going to have the huge map that you drop into different areas and you work towards you know shrinking the the gas field or whatever they're going to have. So I think there's going to be two different styles. As I said, I think there's going to be a battle Royale light, which is three, four, three. And then there's going to be the major battle Royale, which is going to be certain affinity. Yeah. I think that's what they were talking about. The last man standing might be the, uh, the big team battle one. That's what I I read before. Like, I guess like a month ago or so. Yeah. I mean, obviously they look at like Warzone and Fortnite. Like, how do you not chase that market? Like, how do you not go there? Like you have to go there if you're if you're a game developer now. Like you you're gonna want to go into that war zone market. It's so huge. One of the things I thought was cool was there, there were some things that they confirmed was uh one was you you would come in through the drop pods, like like the ODST soldiers in Halo Reach. So I'm like, that's that's pretty badass. Yeah, it's definitely better than the party bus or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> thank the bus driver. Thank the bus driver. They'll have executions like in Apex. I guess if you knock a player down, you can execute them. Of course, I mean, that's the, the shit you sell, like in the cash shop. They say this will come out, uh, they don't know, season three or four. So I don't know how far off that is. But it will go, I guess, alongside with Forge. They're saying it's going to coincide with Forge, which is a, something that needs to come this game really soon. Like, they need to get Forge in here. Yeah, I'll tell you, that's as I said, you know, like the, the tool to pwn community I came from, it was Forge was our huge huge factor to keeping the longevity of that game going and the community going because we we were able to develop the maps and like the fact that halo doesn't have that like right now with infinite it's just it, it hurts it really hurts absolutely uh we would run some grg halo night and 
you'd play like your serious, you know, Slayer matches or whatever, your typical gunfights. And then you get into the craziest shit, like the Sumo Warthogs game modes and, and like you go up the hill with the rocks falling down on you and stuff. Like those, those silly game modes were a lot of fun. Or you do the duck hunt where you have like one guy with a sniper and everybody was supposed to run through an obstacle course and not get killed. <laughs> Like those were fun. I mean, people loved it. We we'd have a full room every time we do it, and uh, I was really hoping for that, but we didn't get it, and it needs to come here soon. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if you remember back from the tool to play day. There was a guy called uh, Deep Ends. Uh, he had okay. uh, roots yes. with with us in uh, Tool to Pwn, but he had created a map called Stonehenge based on the actual Stonehenge and stuff like that. That actually made it into the uh, the Halo rotation of user maps and stuff like that. Nice. At some point. And like, I'm still playing with him with, uh, there's a lot of the over 50 group. Uh, I'm not it over 50, but they let me play with them still. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, there's a lot of guys from that day that, you know, they're just dying for forge to come back. You know, they're, they're looking to make those maps that they wanted to play and stuff like that. You know, all the race games that we used to have, we had, uh, you know, it, it, everybody would be on a mongoose and you'd race around the maps that they made. Uh, yeah. There was always uh, the hunting with Genie where it was like, you know, there was a president game, you know, basically it was like, you know, everybody was trying to protect the president and getting across the map. You know, there were so many game types and maps that we had developed that it was just like the fact that Halo Infinite didn't release with it sucked. It really did. Yeah. And I think that would have saved this title a lot with with players because they could easily have had Forge and then players like deep ends he, he could create maps and they could do their monthly you know community maps list and and just introduce that into rotations and this would give players more maps to play with and there's so right. many people that can create amazing maps i can create a box like a little square box in halo forge <laughs> that's my level of ability but i mean some of these people they, they would do recreate like anything they would do like yeah. amazing and it would have saved them. Like they could have just taken the top five maps of the month and threw that in for a community playlist and just threw that in rotation. And yeah. Oh, uh, what could have been, should have been, it should have been released with it, that and co-op. Cause I know Valiant wants to play the uh, campaign. He's holding off because he's waiting for co-op to show up, which who knows when that's going to happen. <laughs> I, am I will tell to- you that I do fear, I do fear for the release of forge and infinite because I'm afraid it's going to be a money grab. I'm afraid that they're going to like, okay, you want to make maps? We're going to sell you these map design packs where you, well, okay, we'll, we'll give you this wall, this ramp and this, you know, this bunker for, you know, $5. We'll give you this road. We'll give you this texture pack and we'll give you this tower for $5. I'm, that's what I'm afraid that they're going to try to do to make up some of the money is to start charging for these uh, forge packs and stuff like that. That would be insane on their part. That would be com- completely asinine. And I'd throw that guy out the window that suggested it in the meeting. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're dead to me. And not even surprising, though. I mean, no, I, no, yeah. no. Yeah. You look at a game like Fortnite with how they handle the cash shop, and I swear every game should go and look at how it's, they, they handle it and follow them because they do it right. They, they release a lot of different skins, dance moves, this, that, and the other thing. And they're not killing you for the price of that stuff. It's like it's impulse buy money. Like it's like, oh, it's three dollars for this dance move. I'll get it. And uh, you know, like you, you don't even think about it because it's so cheap. And and the next thing you know, you bought like six dance moves and a couple skins, and you're you're forty dollars into the game already. 
I think Fortnite took a lot from the mobile game market too, because the mobile market is just one of those places that it's just, oh, 99 cents, I can get these gems to do this. And I'm like, and that's exactly what Fortnite is based on is like that, that mobile market where it's an insta buy because it's so cheap. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's worth less than a <laughs> Starbucks coffee. I can go ahead and get yeah. that. Sure. Sure. And I, you know, I want it for my, my Halo Spartan. I want a, uh, like a highlighter green cod piece for my armor so it stands out. Like the official color of the GRG banana hammock. Like I want <laughs> highlighter green, yellow, like bright colors. I'd, I'd spend money on that. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Val, I think you were going to jump in there. Nah, you know, you're, you're, you're cod piece. It's solid. There you go. I stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of cod pieces and, and Halo, uh, episode four dropped for Halo. We're going to get right into the TV and movies. Episode four dropped. And my kid told me they renamed the show to Master Cheeks. Uh, oh, you mean like it's all about uh, the the memes online are true that he's he's out of the armor and has you see more more of him naked than you see of him in the armor? Oh yeah, yeah I think that's right. Well, yeah, the girl too. She she was cut yeah, out. apparently you can't cut out the uh, the emotional pellet without like getting stripping totally naked and standing in the uh, right. communal <laughs> bathroom. Like, you, you can't leave your top on. You can't leave your socks on because, you know, I'm on that cold floor with socks on. But, you know, yeah, at least flip flops. I mean, what kind of animals barefoot in the, in the communal bathroom? I mean, like, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know. so. All right. So episode four dropped and I. I I'm going to hate on the show. I'm sorry uh, if you guys like it. I mean, like, we're not going anywhere. Uh, The show seems like it's a warthog that's stuck in the mud and they forgot to hit the four-wheel drive switch on it. It is just not going anywhere. I understand that they're trying to build up the characters on the show. Hazley, the the annoying chick from the planet that got blown up. Like, all right, I got some questions here. So, like, why is this rebellion even a thing when you have Covenant destroying the planets and colonies like why why are they fighting amongst each other when i mean this girl saw it well it no, it, her whole family it, it killed the one guy goes in and shoots like 20 kids and now she still wants to fight the un usnc it's like hello there's a bigger enemy well no i think the, what they're trying to establish is the US, unsc is not good that's the big thing they're trying to do and i don't think they're doing a great job of that but the unsc is not the benevolent organization that we thought from you know, our version of Halo. And, and obviously they've done some weird shit, you know, because we learned they, you know, kidnap kids and turn them into soldiers. But <laughs> that but. whole thing, like, I, I, this is why I hate Halo's story. Like, I can't pay attention to the campaign. Like, we have a plethora of soldiers. Why can't you grab some Navy SEALs or whatever their equivalent would be and turn them into Spartans? Now we're just going to go grab some six year old kid <laughs> off some random planet and we're going to turn them into Spartan. Like, okay. Oh, Okay, that's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what I think the the main part of that is. But again, it, to your point, so I think they have a pacing problem and they have a too much, too little content problem. They're trying to put too much in some of the story building stuff. Um, and at the same time, if they're going to do it, it doesn't feel like they've given us anything. Like, so what? I'm right there with you. I think they catfished a lot of people by all the action in the first episode and just fucking just totally change gears in the, the last three episodes. 
Um, I think that uh, I think they're trying to establish or use the the story arc of the same as Star Wars, where it's like the the Empire is evil and you know the rebellion are the good people. <laughs> but I just I I think that they're establishing that you know the UNSC is hiding the fact that the Covenant exists, and a lot of people don't realize that the Covenant exists. And I I don't know this the show seems. Almost to the the edge of a a car crash. It's not a car crash that you want to sit there and keep watching, but you're just kind of waiting for it to happen. <laughs> That's a fair way to say it. Is that it's like that things not only could things be better, things could be worse, but you can't see it. Where you know where they're gonna go from here? I don't know. Yeah, we're kind of in or one of those. Simply, yeah, your your whole show based off of Master Chief. The game's an action game. It's a shooter, action shooter. Can we see some fucking action already? <laughs> like, like throw some of that in. Like, let's like get the pacing different. Change it up. Like, we haven't had Master Chief get into a fight yet in a, in a while since the first episode, and you know that was basically the trailer. But right, and the the like the other Spartans could be dropping in and doing stuff, or they you know doing it you know do a little throw a bit of action at us like it's the end of a thing or something, so we can at least imagine there's action. Right, we don't even see it, but yeah. we know right now. As far as we know, there's no fighting going on. We got Spartans with no fight. That's not that's <laughs> yeah. kind of weird, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I figure this is what I'm thinking, and maybe I don't know. I, I I'm not super familiar with uh, Halo. I did read this book though. What I think the season finale is going to be is Reach is going to get destroyed, and that'll be that'll be season one. <laughs> Isn't that like, I, I think Reach is still around. My kid was saying Reach was still around, so we haven't gotten to that point. And I think that'll be the uh, beginning of, or the end of season one. Reach gets destroyed. Well, that's the main base. That's their main yeah. hub that they keep going you know, back and forth from. And we also are kind of learning that Reach is like a, a planned you know, colony or like they built this base, like a, the, the, his home planet was a test site for the Reach project, right? So Reach isn't just like a, you know, a planet or a place that they um, colonized. It's a, a special case of like we, you know, converted a planet or we, you know, terraformed it or whatever the fuck it is. It has special significance if destroyed, which obviously if they choose to follow the stories that we know from the games even slightly, it's got to go. So, yeah, I'm with you. I was predicting the same. I just didn't know if they would get to it this season or sometime down the road. Honestly, the way they've done this year, I'm surprised they didn't show Reach getting blown up and them finding the Halo in episode one, because everything else has been mediocre after that point. I'm just where they end this series, I I I think they end with um showing the re the the ring, or at least a ring. But yeah, I, yeah, they, I yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we've gotta we've gotta get to that. But I would think that as slow as they're going, do you think they're gonna find the ring or are we gonna find, you know, the key goes into the slot and oh this does you know a sound from the universe right? yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm uh, i'm at this point thoroughly disappointed with the halo series but i'm just i'm going to keep watching it cuz i'm a halo fan but i'm just trying to keep in the back of my head that this is the silver timeline this isn't this isn't the timeline that we're following in the video games this is the timeline that they're creating for the show itself. It's hard to keep them apart, but it's I'm trying hard to keep them apart. 
Yeah, it's a different universe. They, they need to start kicking it into gear. So I, I, I understand they're trying to like flesh out the universe, flesh out some of the characters. So, all right. So this next episode that comes up, episode five, better put some things in the gear because we're doing the fucking work, right? There better be yeah. action. <laughs> better be action. <laughs> more butt cheeks. More butt cheeks is always good. And just watching the teen girl with the, you know, the 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 worms or whatever the the. Uh... Oh, what the fuck was that? Like that the... was two. See, that was two episodes ago. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that was. Is that supposed to be like a floodlight or something? Or you know, no, that's the uh, flood. Those are the hunter. Those are the worms that make up the hunter. Um, oh, that's if, right. If you I ever look at a hunter, the yeah, they showed the boot look, of one of them. Yeah, if you ever look in the video game, the hunter is actually made up of like a bunch of independently moving worms, which are those worms that she was controlling. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Well, that's cool. All right. Well, uh, let's go on to our, our next nerd show. Moon Knight Episode 3 has aired. And once again, <laughs> I'm starting to lose interest in this show. I'm having a problem of dealing with the Mark Spector, Stephen Grant split per- personality nonsense. Like I, I'm over this already. Like the the one guy, oh, you can't hurt anybody, you can't hurt anybody, and the other guy being a badass mercenary. I maybe it's just me. It's just done with it. I still don't understand Moonlight's powers. The Egyptian god to me is kind of silly. Like he reminds me of the voice from Venom, and I thought that was hokey. So this Egyptian god's kind of hokey to me. Uh, and personally, I think this is a big miss for Marvel. Maybe it changes course. Episode four, apparently, that's supposed to be a little bit better. But what do you guys think of this? Well, we had a hint of a third personality, though, so that's kind of cool. I think it's similar to Halo, and like I'll watch anything, you know. But if there's something better that comes out that I might choose to watch, you know, maybe I'll watch that. But for the most part, there's not enough things on that I want to watch anyway. So I guess that's why I watch it. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think it's... You're not, you're not digging it either? You're just kind of watching because it's Marvel? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't like been like, wow, this is great, ever. There are a couple moments, I guess, that I'd say, but never like where, you know, you could say that I, I I probably would admit to being a Marvel fanboy and that I enjoyed Endgame thoroughly. I, I rewatched it over the weekend and I fucking loved it. But no, yeah. I don't think... Terrible. I know, I know you hate deal. it. I know, I know. So, well, to that point, though, I, there's not too many of those kind of moments in Moon Knight that I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, it's more like there's... It goes from okay to like, oh, wait a minute, is it still on? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Selden, do you watch the show at all? Or I do watch Moon Knight, and actually, I, I'm probably opposed to you guys because I, I'm anti Marvel MCU because um, I think that they're killing the the comic book genre of movies personally because they just they're flooding the market with so much shit. And I am actually enjoying Moon Knight thoroughly because uh, it's it's it doesn't fit it. Yeah, it's different. It doesn't fit the MCU line of thought it doesn't fit into their timeline it doesn't tie into all the other heroes and the events that are going on so i'm taking it as a standalone that doesn't have any kind of connection to it and it's really hard to figure out if there is a connection to it back to the mcu um i don't see how they're going to tie it back in if they're going to at all 
But uh, you know, I I am finding the 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 phasing in and out of the different realities or the different personalities as they come in and out um, quite enjoyable. Actually, I, I you know I, I like seeing the fact that he has no fucking clue what's going on when the other characters take over and type stuff, and uh, that he's fighting you know the these mental aspect where he's fighting control issues with giving up control because he knows some bad shit's gonna happen. So. It's an interesting story. It's it's nice to see the Greek god uh, or the uh, Egyptian gods and stuff like that coming in, and uh, it's kind of an interesting story. I think so. That's great. Actually, it's good that you like have a as a if you're not a fanboy and you do like it, and I'm kind of a fanboy and I'm kind of like meh. You know <laughs> what I mean? So that's good. That's good that we're like you know on polar opposite ends of this thing. You know. Yeah, it's just it's just a nice fresh take on. You know, it's it's not your traditional super night superhero story, um, you know, because it's a very diverse cast that they have. You know, it's not the typical you know MCU type of cast that they have that are you know the heroes and the the co heroes and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice to see that, and I, I don't like everything tied together in a nice little bow so they can continue the storyline. I don't think they need to tie the. the- the stories along with the other Marvel stuff. I'd like to see this separate, but yeah, I'm hoping it gets better. I'll, I'll continue to watch it because I'm desperate for anything and uh, there's not many shows out there. So I'll, I'll watch it. I'll check it out. Speaking of the uh, superheroes and, and the exact opposite of Moon Knight, they they look very similar, but different colors. The Batman is now on HBO Max and, and boy, that was quick. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. My this wife just now. said that. My wife just said that. Like, it, so we were looking at HBO tonight because my wife they watch um this Lego thing. I think they they watch and it's on the HBO this builder thing. Anyway, she's like, "Oh my god, we just saw this in the theater." I'm like, "No, it was like two months ago." I'm pretty sure, but anyway. No, it's when did I see it? Um, I I just saw it uh, a few weeks ago. It's got to be like maybe three weeks at the at the most. Um. Yeah, it was oh, a quick God. release. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was already two weeks old, and we saw. We went like I was telling Selden earlier. Like we went um, on a Thursday at at uh, like a one o'clock show, and we had the theater to ourselves. It was it was amazing for us. That was the coolest thing ever. But yeah, so it's it's already out. But I think that this was a movie that was worthwhile to see in the theater. I definitely enjoyed watching in a the theater, like. The place I went to was all redone. They, they they redid the theater over the COVID downtime, so it was like all high tech, sound, the video, and this was a movie that was worthwhile seeing it in a theater. I just I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I mean, he is the Kurt Cobain Batman, but whatever. <laughs> I, he's the probably I think we both agree he's the worst um, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, but maybe he's the best Batman. Yes. I would I would agree with that. I I think he's the best Batman. Definitely. I mean, I'll take anybody. I'll take Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. I'll take uh, uh, <laughs> anybody. I, Michael <laughs> Keaton's was probably the best. I mean, honestly, I mean, he was great as Bruce Wayne. Perfect. I thought. I don't know. Interesting. Different. The the old British guy in um, Titans. Oh, you haven't seen it. Uh, there's no the, the guy from um, is it Jorah Mormount there from uh, the. <laughs> Um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right? Like he was the guy that was with um, Danny Khaleesi. There. Khaleesi yeah. yeah. So 
that guy plays Batman, and and I he plays a good old Batman. There but you go. Any, again, he's probably the worst version of um, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but yeah, it was like Kurt Cobain with black hair, <laughs> <laughs> with eye makeup. Like, and I guess it's because you know, in the cowl, he covers up his eyes. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, you know, I guess that's their answer for that. Where every other one, we know that the Batman has eye makeup, but we never see it. When he takes the mask off, all of a sudden it disappears. But that's just the way it's supposed to go. We we're, we just accept that that it just automatically comes off, kind of like when, uh, you know, Spider Man takes his mask off somehow or puts it on. You know, the eyes move with his eyes. You know, that's just how it's designed. I have to say that's probably, in my opinion, one of the best uh, DC versions of uh, any movies, DC universe shit that's come out. Yeah. And I think that there's some other good ones, but that one was great. See, it's hard to, to compare because you had, um, was it Dark Knight Returns? I always get them confused. The one with Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger as Joker, I thought that was great, but I only think Heath Leather, Heath, yeah, well, I can't even say it. Heath Ledger was great. Leather, Leather, I'm thinking the Gip Mask. Oh, my goodness. Um, he was he was fantastic. I could watch him as Joker all day long. Like, you, you just gotten rid of Bruce Wayne. Like, Christian Bale sucked as as Batman, I, I couldn't understand what I already said. Like he was so, his Batman <laughs> voice was awful. I'm amazed that like this movie was a month old. It's a major blockbuster movie, and hey, we're on HBO Max already. Well, just, I, I think guess this is it's more just the a sign of the times of now. Yeah, yeah, the COVID baloney with uh, like you know work from home, stay from home, and some people are just not still not comfortable going out. So this is part of that, I think. Compromise. And everybody has giant screen TVs. You have 4K TVs. They're so cheap now. Even like my my uh, sound bar I have upstairs. It's got set surround speakers and subwoofer. It sounds amazing. It sounds almost as good as the home theater I have downstairs. I'm like, it really, I can't knock it. It only costs me $200. It's, it's great. We watch <laughs> movies up there. We watch Spider-Man up there and, you know, it's it fine. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy. So... Yeah, I'm just going to go, like, once again, like, I, maybe it's just me being anti, you know, mainstream, but I, I'm tired of Batman. I really am. I know I know he's one of the classics and everything like that, but as I was telling Lala earlier, I was like, you know, I started watching that this afternoon, and I fell asleep sitting on the couch uh, watching it. wrong with you. There's I'm something just, wrong with you. There's you're trolling the troll here. Like, come on. <laughs> no, uh, if your point is it's three hours long, you know. It's th- you know, three hours long. Yeah. Now the upside is it, you can take you know break it up into three hour you know three one hour sittings and I think you're going to be fine with it and there's, there's a couple points where probably whether it be you know if Lyle and I were to put together you know watch it we could be- break it into three segments pretty easily and you could watch it in three sittings and be like oh this is oh yeah yeah this makes sense and it probably would work better that way I mean I yeah. think if it were three one hour episodes. It would be it would be super slick, and I and I think we've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think that I think Lala was the one that turned me on to this idea that the idea of a two hour sit down in a theater thing is a throwback to something over a hundred years ago, <laughs> and we're yeah. we're still tied to this idea of going to a theater and sitting there for two hours when a better format is this shit we do with you know HBO and shit where there's you know ten one hour episodes or seven one hour episodes or seven approximately one hour episodes i think it's a better format to tell a story especially the best writing is in books 
converted to movies, right? So yep. why are we going to convert, convert a, a book that takes you 47 hours to read down to two hours? How about we convert it down to 10 hours? Like it's a better fit and we get more and they make more money on it. Like, come on. It, everybody wins. Yeah, I'd say the, the maximum I want to sit and watch a movie is 90 minutes at this point. Like, I, <laughs> like so yeah. if, even if you broke this up into two episodes, you know, and you made two 90-minute <laughs> episodes to make the three hours, like, that would probably be better for me, probably. Honestly, they should have had this movie at two and a half hours. They, they could have trimmed it up and cleaned it up. But then again, you're drinking those heavy hitter beers. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I can see why three hours is a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm passed out. Come on. <laughs> Just not to get away from it. Like, I, I do think Batman's a little overplayed. We have a lot of movies on him. Like, I'm a big fan of, like, The Boys, uh, you know, The Umbrella Academy. I, I'm, I love those off-hero heroes and anti-heroes. So, like, I, maybe that's also playing into it is the Batman is, you know, it's, it's a character that we all know so well. I, I like to see new characters, maybe. Well, you could easily say that about Superman, and I would agree with you. But the Batman, I'm a, I'm a Batman fan, so your, your, your opinion's invalid. Sorry. Um <laughs> Wow. Let me just go put some cement shoes on and jump in a river. <laughs> oh, thank you. I didn't have to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my issue with the superhero stuff is enough. Let's pause some superhero stuff, slow that roll, and I need to see something else. Like, let's bring something new to the table. And enough with the Viking shit, too, because we're, we're getting oversaturated with the Viking shit. We need something new. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of something new, uh, I'm watching the new episode of Picard Season 2 based off of Gunny's recommendation. And first off, I just want to say this real quick to Gunny. Fuck you. <laughs> Picard sucks. <laughs> Picard sucks. It sucks. I, I, you know, and I take blame for this. I shouldn't have never listened to him. And it's my fault for listening to him. Picard Season 1 sucked. Picard Season 2 sucks. I'm caught up. It's not even finished yet. But I just, I, I hate myself for watching this. And I'm done. I am done with Star Trek. I am over Star Trek. It is dead. Star Trek that I used to enjoy and love back in the day is dead. And the stuff they're releasing now, I don't want any parts of. It's not Star Trek. I give up. I tap out. Done. All I'm going to say about Picard. I don't know if you guys watch Picard, but. Nah, it's a hard pass for me. (laughs) Well, no, I did watch. uh, I watched all of season one and kind of the same comment i made before is that like if there's nothing else on but i'll tell you i've been watching some crazy shit that's it's bad i mean i've been watching um there's a uh a show that's on hbo that is based on the blade runner series it's uh animated i mean i'm to that point where i'm getting some <laughs> off-brand you know uh dubbed or maybe not shit because it might be good and you know, Picard hasn't made the list. And, oh. you know, people like you that, that are Star Trek fans that are like, no, hell no, that don't help me get it on the list. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'll, I'll get, you know, maybe I'll get to it. Do not watch it. Just do not. <laughs> it's horrible. You know, obviously you see the icon I use, the avatar I use, Picard. I am a huge Star Trek The Next Generation fan. I thought it was a fantastic series. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Picard is easily the best captain 
And the Picard they have on this show is not the same person, same character. It's the same actor, but that's it. That is it. And that's the end of the. the I'm the over it. Like I'm just. Yeah. It's stupid. I I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And they bring the Borg back again. I'm done. I'm like enough. Enough with the fucking Borg. It's the Borg again. Jesus. Yeah. So I I'm done. We, I'm... You know, we've beaten the Borg, but now we're gonna visit them again. Heck, we met you last season, right? Yeah, I'm just done. 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 <laughs> I'll probably watch the end of the season just because I hate myself so much that I will watch it because <laughs> I want to see where they're going to end it. But, like, I don't have any hope for the show. It's terrible. It's, it's just bad. You sound like me and The Walking Dead. I just, the only reason. Oh, I, I still no, suffer through The Walking oh, Dead. No, I got I, out. I got out. I made, I made it out safely. I did. I'm and determined I, I, to see it through. <laughs> I love when, the comic book. I read the co- all the, all the comics, and I love it. And I'm determined to see it through. I I hate myself so much that I'm willing to do that. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. I uh, I got out when when Rick got out, and I'm I'm <laughs> safely escaped. Uh, so I've not not gone back. And again, when when people like you are like, well, you know, nope, no one's saying <laughs> it's great. I need people, somebody to say it's great, and it's going to be worth my time. Get caught up. It's, so it's it, it's funny how shows that end or shows that uh, people hate on just don't make it to my list. I don't know how it is. It just, <laughs> I define myself. My not- opinions. I'll give you the honest opinion. I'll tell you this show's trash. And I'll go watch Fear the Walking Dead because I think that's starting up. And so I'll watch those episodes. But that's pure misery. See, people I'll, I'll saving it. me time that I could be playing Destiny. I could <laughs> be playing Destiny instead of uh, you know watching shows that I would not enjoy or i would get through and be like okay that was forgettable the final show on my list i had for this for this episode uh was one i did tell you to watch and and i I, no 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 you didn't tell me i was watching it before you were watching it i no i watched it when it first came out fuck you i told you (laughs) listen to me um so severance severance wrapped up the first season was nine episodes long this is on apple tv and i highly recommend this show the season finale dropped two bombs. Like it, it left two, you on these two cliffhangers. Huge bombs. Huge. Like huge. Amazing. It just like you're like, oh my God. And then the next thing, oh my God. Like it was Again, one of them, joke. I had a clue something was up, but it wasn't what I thought. And the other one was like, wow. Just wow. And uh I said it before, I think we talked about this that Apple TV, they must be, they're swinging for the fences. I don't know if they're making any money on their stuff, but it seems like everything they put out has been good. This was fantastic. And I, every time something comes up and they recommend it, I'm like, oh, this is based on your watching. You might like this. And I'm like, I click on it and I play it. And then the thing that my wife hates and that I kind of don't like is we've gotten to the age of streaming, you know, where you like binge watch shit. But this drops one per fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> We're now back to like what was it the twenty you know tw- uh, twenty early twenty twenties or twenty two thousands where you had to watch things episodically like what happened to like where you just go and you just watch a whole season of shit with you know in three sittings or whatever. Um, I love getting back to this episodic. That way you can process it. That, you know it used to be the the water cooler talk or whatever that you used to do when you were in the office talk about that but now you have like podcasts you can listen to to get like all the other information that you may have missed during that episode process it think about it and then theorize what's going to happen in the next episode 
Binging sometimes it crushes a show where, you know, and, it's, it's... And I'm not saying it's the right format. I'm saying sometimes, and we learn this in gaming, right? Is that just because I want it doesn't mean it's the best thing. But I want to do. I want to. I want, <laughs> See, I, want. I would have watched. I would have watched this all in one day, and that would have been that would have been it. But so Severance is a story. It's like something set in the near future, and they you, you go work for this company. They put a chip in your head, and when you go into the office, it turns your outside self off, and your inside self comes to life. It's kind of trippy. It's kind of very strange. It's, oh, it's very strange. It's not kind of strange. It is completely strange. <laughs> But the idea is separate your work self from your home self. And it's also data security. And, you know, we talk about these things in real life all the time of like, how do we how do we know somebody's not going to talk about our shit? We don't know. We have things that are secure and we don't want them talking about trade secrets, but they totally can. Right. It's a very quirky show. It reminds me of The Prisoner. It, I, I love it. It was it was fantastic. Sultan, did you watch this at all or? No, I haven't. But I like I got. Like some from the other the the other show that they were recommending it. This is the one where the girl that's working in there wants to quit, yeah. but the girl on the outside yeah, doesn't yeah, want yeah, to yeah. quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah it's, that's, it's definitely that's, on my radar to watch. I just haven't got around to it yet. So it's fantastic. Helly R. <laughs> I want to have an egg party <laughs> or the dance party. What was the jazz? The, uh, the was with the waffle party. The, well, the waffle party was a little out there. <laughs> that was weird, right? Like, what the, oh my what the hell was that? At first, he's just eating the waffles. I'm like, okay, this is the big thing. And the next thing, he goes into the house, and he's, yeah, well, it's uh, yeah, we won't, not, you won't spoil it, but you're like, <laughs> wow. I I think Grex wrote that scene. I think Grex wrote that scene. Oh, sure you spoiled it now. It. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah banana, banana hammocks and all sorts of stuff. It was. <laughs> Gimp mess, and it was, you know, uh, excellent show. Excellent show. Uh, just wrapped up nine episodes. I can't wait for season two. Do you know who the executive producer is on that? Um, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, right? I would ah. not, I would not guess like yep. how weird it is. But then, you know, if you think of, um, he, he has had some weird shit too. So I guess you really think about it, maybe, but wow. Excellent show. Highly recommend. I, yep. Absolutely, I think that's all uh, I gotta say about it. Like, and, and a, like, it's just, a win. Yep, that cliffhanger that what they they left it on. They, there was a couple things, but the two were just like a massive bombs, and it's like holy shit! Isn't it funny how we think of a show like Halo, and you're like, they've got so much to work with, but it's not going anywhere. And this is about yeah. people's like that work in a fucking office being separated from their home life, and there's so much going on, right? And you go into the office, the office is devoid of any decorations, and it's it's very They plain. plug some numbers into and out of basically spreadsheets, right? Like, dude, they, their job looks like more boring than mine. And, uh, and somehow, this thing is very captivating. I don't know. I don't know how you how we get there, but it's pretty fucking good, I think. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to think of it when I first started watching it, and I started watching it, I'm like, I was addicted right away. So well, I actually wasn't at the first one. I'm like, ah, well, I guess I'll watch the second one. I just don't see this thing going anywhere. It's that was literally my thought. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, blah blah blah. You know, his wife died. Blah blah blah. Okay, you know, that's. I mean, I swear, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, yeah, it definitely got me all got me right there right away. And again, that way they introduce it, it's a little weird too, like with the who's in and who's out. You know, mm-hmm. the, so 
yeah, I think that I'd be interested to hear if there's somebody that, you know, one of our listeners or whatever that watched it was like, oh, I don't like it. Because if they if somebody watches it through and doesn't like it, I would love to hear why. Because that thing just sucks you right the F in, I think. Yep. Well, that's that challenge accepted. I'll go watch it and come back with an anti-severance <laughs> package. <laughs> the uh. anti-severance package. Love it. You said Grex's favorite word, package. Um, <laughs> Banana hammock. <laughs> well, well, not to move on, but moving on, I'm going to say that I have a sleeper hit for you that I think that uh, is picking up steam. Uh, only two episodes in. Outer, uh, outer, what is it? Outer range, outer. Oh yes, yes. outer the, range. The, yeah. yeah, this. I think Josh this is rolling right. I think this is going to be the sleeper hit that everybody's going to be like talking about in a few weeks. So get in on it now. It's uh, it's like a western, but there's definitely sci-fi mystery going on. So it's definitely. Uh, I think it's. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, it kicks in right away. That 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 I want to see the next episode. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. That's challenge accepted. I've been looking yeah. for what my next. And TV if I hate it, I'm blaming you and yelling at you and cussing you out. <laughs> yes, next time we're on, we'll we'll definitely uh, like I did to know, Gunny, but fuck Gunny seriously. Like for recommending Picard, he can go read it there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, or uh, are we good? Yeah, I think, well, I think thrown, I'm good. We, we've thrown it all in there. There we go. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimmybergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. <laughs>